0: This is Conversations on Discipleship with Father Adam Streitenberger from St.
1: Gabriel Catholic Radio and Diocese of Columbus Media. Welcome to Conversations on Discipleship. I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me today is Father Ted Sill. He's the pastor of St. Matthew in Gehanna. Welcome, Father.
0: Thank you. Good morning.
1: Great to have you. you were in your time of seminary um ordination comes um, first to the diacon and, and everything so you had experienced this sort of anxiety and cold feet before a potential engagement. What about approaching ordination? was there any any hesitancy or anxiety there
0: uh, uh, no May- just maybe a little bit of um A little bit of anxiety or nervousness knowing that this was a big step, Um, it was probably more the kind of feeling that um, you would expect if you were going through with getting married, right? Because you know this is a big step, you know it's serious, but there was an excitement that went along with it knowing that, yeah, I've made the right choice, I'm going to go ahead with this, Um, don't know what the future will bring entirely, um, but, you know, I'm, I'm ready to jump in and do this. Even with a little bit of anxiety or nervousness, because you know it's a big step. Um, but I think more along the lines of that kind of feeling you'd have, you know, with an engagement going through
1: and getting married. And um, so, after ordination, where where were you assigned?
0: Uh, my first assignment um, was at Saint Cecilia's uh, on the West Side, and I was there for uh, two years. Um, and had um, a a great experience there. And then uh, I was at St. Joan of Arc and Powell uh, for what I thought would be another two or or three years. Uh, But after a year, uh, Bishop Griffin uh, asked me if I would um, consider being vocation director. And um, I said yes. So then um, I... After the year at St. Joan of Arc, I was um, in residence at uh, St. Mary Magdalene and working with Bishop Griffin as vocation director for the diocese. Did that for seven years.
1: And um, how many, do, can you, do you know how many priests of the diocese there are um, that came in while you were a vocation?
0: Director? I've never made the count. <laughs> yeah.
1: Of course, uh, you know, we have to credit all these things to the Lord, don't we? Uh, absolutely. We should. Um, yeah. We shouldn't take too much credit for these things. Absolutely, yeah. Um, in that role, you know, which is a really important and crucial role, um, you know, were there kind of, um, I don't know, maybe um, a strategy or a vision that that you that you had in approaching it? Well,
0: the interview process, I think, was very important, and you, you know, you went through that and. Um, thankfully, I was able to go through a, uh, a program that the uh, Conference of Vo- National Conference of Vocation Directors um, offered for uh, new vocation directors to, to learn how to interview potential candidates. And um, so I think that was probably one of the most important parts of uh, helping a guy discern was reviewing their history up until that point, mm-hmm. um, through, you know, asking a lot of questions, and, of course, there are very personal questions, um, you know, about their, their family history and so forth, um, but I think in getting the person to talk and, you know, hear their answers, I think sometimes the guys discern for themselves, well, well maybe I'm not called. To this, sometimes I had to help them come to that decision. That no, I don't think you're called to the priesthood. Um, but then those candidates that um, seem to have that kind of uh, personal uh, history that uh, suited uh, priestly ministry, then the next step was to get them to apply to a seminary and then encourage them all along the way. Um, and not everybody completes you know that process. Sometimes in seminary, it's again it's a part of the discernment mm-hmm. and guys discover that no i I don't think I'm called to this and I'm called to to marriage
1: in in that um and obviously there's the interview you do and then there's a psychological testing that the candidate goes through um, and you know people submit I think um I don't know an affidavit, you know, or like resume, you know, sort of a recommendations, recommendations there, and things yeah. like that. I remember from that process, but you know, um, you know, with with a young man um, before you in these sort of situations where obviously you're seeing maybe that he has issues or flaws. I mean, everyone, you know, everyone is imperfect. So, w- you know, what's sort of the the balancing that you have to do there to realize that the difference between maybe um, a, a good, flawed candidate versus a maybe someone that's not, not worth...
0: Yeah, and that's the challenge, right? And sometimes it takes time to see if a, a young man or a man has the ability uh, to... Um, overcome some of those flaws from the past, um, and you know, it, it takes a lot of observing and getting feedback from others, as well as uh, conversations with uh, the man along the way, as to um, you know where they are in their relationship with the Lord, and and um, and these challenges, where you know, are how are they coming along uh, with the Lord's help and overcoming them, and some guys are able to put it together and overcome uh, these, the past histories, um, and, and others aren't.
1: And obviously there are red flags that from the beginning you would be you know, that we can't take this, this guy, or, um, but then they kind of pass through, and that's, I mean, the whole point why it takes a while and why, why there are different priests and lay people involved in the process of seminary... Is so that different eyes can see, you know, whether or not, um, whether or not this candidate is making progress, whether or not maybe their flaws actually um, are, and you know, are perhaps an opportunity for grace, grace and growth, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and. You know, obvious, uh, and and I think it maybe in some sense it it takes some pressure off of the vocation director that there is a whole seminary that's also involved in the process. So maybe if it was just you, um, it would be an overwhelming task. Right? No, that's you know
0: exactly. And I, you know, that's the beauty of the body of Christ, right? We we can uh, rely on a lot of those parts of the body to help us. Um, in this process. And that's so important because, you know, I can have my biases or individuals involved in the process can have their biases. But when you involve a lot of people in this process, then I think um, you're going to get a lot of different points of views. And uh, they'll have had different opportunities to observe these candidates in different settings. And it's, it's a valuable part of the process having uh, lay people and, um, uh, clerics involved in the evaluation.
1: And, you know, I think an important point, um, and you know, maybe we should spend some time on is is praying, especially with discernment. Um it, you know, as Christians obviously we we need to dis- discern the will of the Lord and in all areas of our life, you know, even in somewhat we might say earthly things, you know. What does the Lord want me to buy a house or you know, does the Lord want me to take a new job? Or um so I don't from your own experience, both in seminary but also as a vocation director helping young men to discern, what are kind of some rules for discernment that that you use um
0: good question. Um I I think um in particular with regard to young men in seminary that Uh, would encourage the guys to be aware of or know what their gifts and talents are that God has given them and to determine if there are enough of those gifts and talents that are needed for the priesthood uh, in their life or the potential for them to be developed so that um, they can be confident uh, living that vocation one of the big um, uh, areas is with regard to celibacy, right? And uh, a, a, a man has to have had some history and positive experience in being disciplined in um, chastity and, and purity um, in their lives and um, so you know hel- helping the men to reflect on that and how well, um, they're responding to God's grace in that area of their life. I think is an important part. Of it. Obviously, it's not the only part, but it is a very important part of the priesthood.
1: If you're tuning in, this is Conversations on Discipleship, and I'm your host, Father Adam Streitenberger. With me is Father Ted Sill, pastor of St. Matthews in Gahanna. Um The you know, as as we kind of uh, talk a little bit more about um, your priesthood. Um, so you, you were vocation director for seven years, um, and and that all came to an end. <laughs> <laughs> By my choice. Actually, I remember one of the things, because I was the first-year seminarian um, when you were assigned to St. Patrick's in London, and I remember um, Father Mike Lump, who, who was a seminarian at the time, and Father Hahn, and, you know, we had to all load you up and move you to london
0: yeah but it wasn't forced labor um as i recall it, no no <laughs> of
1: course not we all do, as i recall it was one of the hottest days it was so far you did get us pizza afterwards i remember uh, that part but um with me has been father ted Sill. he's the pastor of saint matthews and Gehanna. thank you father for joining us
0: you're welcome it's my pleasure
1: and until next time peace and all good